welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast, and we are back to recap another weekend of Hallmark movies. There was the the Thanksgiving bonanza of movies, <laughs> and this weekend we only got three. It seems oh, like hardly geez. anything. Some <laughs> of that. <laughs> yeah. and I'm Bill Good Rachel Wagner, and Elisa Lucas is here. This is so I'm fun. Here, hello. I can't wait to talk about this grouping of movies. <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm not even sure why I picked these three for you. I don't really even have a good reason, but uh, but, uh, but they it, ended up being quite the quite the weekend. Yes, it was it was what we'll say interesting. It was an experience. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be a better person because we watched it. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yes. <laughs> Uh, so, and when we do our uh our yearly on friendship ranking it's gonna be interesting where these oh gosh <laughs> oh gosh i forgot about that for just a hot minute i did remember when i was watching a fabled christmas but i'll i'll reveal what i was thinking when we get to that <laughs> yeah so we are doing a big fat family christmas a fabled holiday and undercover holiday all yes. on hallmark channel this uh in this episode and then we'll be doing holiday stocking as a mahogany cast uh sometime it'll that'll be next week uh because all the girls uh couldn't record until until uh this weekend so yep. you have to wait for that one <laughs> we'll cover these three. Uh, but how's your holiday season been going how's your uh did you have a nice it's- thanksgiving yes i had a nice thanksgiving my brother and nephew came up from Florida and my brother is a chef so we ate very good and I still have some cheesecakes in my freezer that I refuse to share with anyone (laughs) but we had a nice time watching sports football soccer or football and football depending on where you're from (laughs) Uh, (laughs) and uh, we watched some movies we played Nintendo Switch, we did bowling. So that was fun uh, oh, for okay. me and my parents. It was pretty hilarious. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that was a good time. And I've had my Christmas decorations up since mid November. This is oh. the earliest I've ever done it. And my house is a winter wonderland. <laughs> I will tell you that. You ready to glorious. go to, Fa- to Fableville? What, a Wonderburg? Yeah. No, I'm not. <laughs> Uh, all right well let's dive in Uh, the first one that we're going to talk about is probably my favorite of three uh it's a big fat family christmas and Mm -hmm. it's interesting about this movie because the first time i watched it it was kind of at the end of the day i was sort of tired and i was like this one's kind of slow it's a party planning movie it's like all the research and stuff but then but i wasn't really taking notes and yeah. I, like, I really need to take notes for the podcast. And yeah. uh, so then I watched it a second time. Whoa. Taking notes. I know. <laughs> like and I actually have enough movies to watch already, Rachel. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but I actually enjoyed it a lot more the second time. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. I think I was just in a better mood. Yeah. Sometimes that happens. Maybe um, I needed to watch some of the other ones more than one time, <laughs> but I don't think that's going to happen. But I really enjoyed this one. Yeah. So yeah, this one I, was good. I I liked it. And, and I think also the second time, because I was taking notes, there are times when taking notes actually 
makes the whole viewing experience for me better because okay. I'm just more yeah. engaged, you know, like yes. I'm thinking about mm-hmm. things and, uh, and some people might find it distracting, but I actually find it, it helps me because I have a little bit of dyslexia. And so like involving mm. other senses than just viewing actually helps me to oh. sort of process better. Interesting. Sometimes yeah. depends on the movie, but yeah. Well, I always tell my students, like, even if you're just, if something is good, if it's boring, whatever it is, take notes. It doesn't matter. It'll help yeah. you be more engaged. So <laughs> it really is. At least for me, it's true. But this yeah, movie, so- it stars Tia Carrera, Shannon yes. Chan Kent, Harrison Sima, and Yi Ji So. And uh, director Jennifer Liao, and it's Liv is a photojournalist eager to make it on her own to get a dream assignment, shooting the Chang family's annual holiday party for a cover story. She doesn't reveal that they are, in fact, her family. When she <laughs> finds herself growing close to Henry, the coworker, covering the story with her, she wants to confide in him, but doesn't want to jeopardize her big break. Yeah. So you said overall you enjoyed the film. Yes, I did. I I think that there was, I think watching it a second time, there's probably a little bit more to unpack, but I think, you know, around the holidays, I think families are complicated and I think it sort of captured that Mm -hmm. um, in a a good spirited way. Like, you know what I mean? Like uh, it was, it was positive, but um, you know, families aren't always, uh, you know it's like uh <laughs> like I don't know how to I'm very eloquent yeah. right now but you yeah, know sometimes I mean... they're just like oh, I don't know if I want to do this and and so always being a part of this big party she's always talking about wanting to have like more of an intimate gathering and we don't discover until far too late that there's a reason why she doesn't want to be the center of attention she doesn't yeah. want to be a part of it but I really sort of like the idea that it captures that not all families are perfect, that there are some struggles that people have. And I think that we forget that around the holidays when that might be when families are most complicated. And I thought Tia Carrera as her uh, mom was so funny. Both times I thought that. Both times I watched it. (laughs) I love her. So all the way back from Wayne's World. (laughs) (laughs) So I love her. And I was like, please have her more on these Hallmark movies. Yes. and I was like, given what we watched too, just overall, I thought the representation was pretty awesome. And mm-hmm. so I really enjoyed their story of like their their family's uh, party they do every year. Um, and I did like the guy, uh, I forgot what his name is. You know Henry. me, I can, uh, Henry, thank you. I should remember because it's like Henry Golding. <laughs> Henry Golding is very attractive. Okay. Yes. That'll yeah. help me remember it. Okay. Uh, so I, I I thought he was a charming yeah. guy. I thought, I don't know, it was fun. And like, she kind of thought maybe he wasn't as smart as he was or maybe as good as job as she thought. But I thought he was really mm-hmm. funny. Like he knew that she was hiding yeah. the fact that this was her family and stuff. Yeah. And- well, he finds out pretty quick, which was, which was nice. They didn't make that that oh, yeah. secret kind of play out too long yeah which was, we don't which want that good. to be the main conflict yeah and there were cute moments like when he takes her on the on the date and they get egg, eggnog martinis and go mm-hmm. dancing that was just really fun yeah i also like even though it leads to losing money that they 
gather mm-hmm. for the party I liked on the cable cars. He's like hanging off the side, like, woo, live your life, come join me. And the guy yeah. driving is like, you two are getting off at the next stop. But it was <laughs> like this freeing moment that maybe people yeah. don't take the time to enjoy something. Um, and even though they lost the the, the bag of money on this yeah. or the cable car, I thought that was kind of a fun moment too. I did, I did too. Well, <laughs> of course, she has to be a photographer. Yep. There's nothing Hallmark movies like more than photographers or an event planner, but <laughs> I mean, they are kind of doing that anyways. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. It wasn't an official title. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and they're never like, I'm not going to say real photographers, but most photographers that I know in real life, do yes. like a lot of weddings, a lot of yep. stuff like that <laughs> Like in, the, in Hallmark movies, they're always like editorial, you know, photographers. Instagram. I'm just going to post on the gram for like four times in this movie and be like, I'm a photographer. (laughs) Well, so she has this whole second identity, this internet name of Liv Rose. And I mean, and that's what she's told her, even her boss at the, at the Chronicle. Well, how does HR feel about this? (laughs) Yeah. They obviously don't do a ton of homework. Work to work for the Chronicle, I guess. But also, it's like, don't you need to have your real name on your social security card to get a a job? Yeah, that's Hello. what I'm saying. They obviously don't do that yeah. much research. Yeah, yeah, the they Chronicle. need they need this. They need Henry to do some research. So, but they had her her uh, boss is played by Jack Wagner, who's just been busy. This what? Not, I, that was Jack Wagner. Yeah, I totally Jack missed Wagner. that. Wow. Yeah, Whoa. and. He was not, he was not only the boss in this movie, but he was also uh, um, Lindsay Lohan's dad in Falling for Christmas oh, on I Netflix. I haven't watched that yet. I haven't watched it. It's on my list. Yeah, it's on he's my list. her dad. <laughs> oh wow, he is really yeah working the circuit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I, I I don't really see how this is like front page news. This is big news. Maybe. This party. Well, I was like, is the Chronicle a magazine or a newspaper? Because if it's like the New York magazine, you know, New York Times magazine, I could see it being a cover story. But I was like, wait, the newspaper? Maybe the yeah. feature section. Yeah. They maybe they have like a um oh, like a local what's happened around town kind of I section. Mean, it, is, it is pretty cool. And I think Henry makes the note where it's like even in this really large city, you can find mm-hmm. a way to ha- find this small community. And yeah. I mean, that's pretty cool. That's, but yeah. yeah, I would think that would be a magazine cover or a feature article in the feature section. So yeah. And they, but they do together, say it's the Chronicle. Tw- it's a, yeah. It's the 25th anniversary. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, and uh, it's the Changtastic Christmas party. <laughs> yeah, it is. And I, it, in the, her dad always makes a surprise signature dish each year. So that's kind of a theme throughout as she's trying all these. Yeah. These wasn't recipes. there, wasn't there like sesame, like candy canes or something like that? Like, <laughs> um, I'm all set. Thanks. <laughs> I mean, I do like the fusion of like, you know, cultures together to create new foods and stuff, but I think I would stay away from sesame candy canes. <laughs> Let's see. I wrote it down. Where is it in my notes? Um, I have it somewhere. 
that's the problem with taking notes. You took too many. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's probably true. Uh, oh, here it is. So it's baked sweet potato dumplings with marshmallow soy sauce glaze. <laughs> and then he made a uh, uh, spanakopita with stuffed stuffed with Peking duck. Hmm. Here's the thing. I'll try anything once, but it might only be a bite. <laughs> <laughs> but I bet it's all really delicious. Yeah, though. I mean, that sounds good to me. I liked her... Um, christmas like fortune cookies that was kind of cool and yeah cute, that was like, cute. how she designed them well and so the mom comes over with with a, the christmas tree with all this mm -hmm. stuff and she's like you could call me before you come and and then she says i'm sorry i thought carrying you for nine months and then raising you for 18 years would entitle me to an occasional visit it does but everyone appreciates a call ahead <laughs> <laughs> I was yeah, laughing. I thought that part was funny. <laughs> so funny. Mothers everywhere are like, yeah, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> and as soon as they hear about Henry, they're like, woo. Yeah, they were really into him. Like, who's yeah. this guy? And, and you know, they were talking about how their daughter hasn't brought anyone to the Chingtastic party, party in years. Yeah. And so, I mean, there's like a thousand percent buy-in to this party every year from the parents and it even seems like the brother but um and I feel like her buy-in was actually there it was just a lot more quiet like her decorating the fortune cookies yeah. you know what I mean like going to pick up the little tree card money things that they that they collect each year you know to to donate the money to charity yeah. she so, certainly... like she does things she just doesn't have to be like Woo, yeah she certainly wasn't a scrooge by any exactly she just was kind of embarrassed because of her history about the party and self-conscious yeah. and 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 i could see that especially when i was younger like yeah when i was in like my early 20s most of the mm -hmm. stuff that my parents did you know i was like oh no yeah. you know well, and then now i find it more endearing <laughs> yeah well, it's funny. So I realize this is not a Hallmarkies caliber TV show I'm about to mention, uh -huh. but the point I'm going to make is valid. So I've been okay. watching Dexter, uh -huh. <laughs> which is about yes. serial killers. Okay. Right. Um, but he is a stepdad to these two young kids. One is like a preteen girl and like everything he does, she's like, Dexter, ah, you know, and she's like so embarrassed. And then he does like the worst thing. He thinks it's cute and fun and she's wearing a swimsuit and he pushes her in the pool in front of everyone. And she's like, so humiliated. And I, and I think anything at that time, even if he just was like, yeah. said her name, she'd be like, uh, Dexter. <laughs> well, especially matter for... the level of extreme yeah. humiliation. <laughs> well, especially for me at that age, because my parents had a, uh, they had three young ones at home including a brand new baby. My mom had a baby mm -hmm. when I was 17. Yeah. And mm -hmm. so like going back to not only home but also like baby world <laughs> it's yeah <a> yeah <laughs> I told you families can be complicated they can be complicated I think ho 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 we'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast it's the hallmarkies patreon do you love hallmarkies podcast especially at christmas do you enjoy the holiday previews recaps interviews and bonus episodes 
If the answer is yes, please consider supporting the Hallmarkies Patreon. We need your help to do what we do both during the Christmas season and all year round. But not only do you help a podcast led by strong, independent women by becoming a Patreon, you get to become a part of the Hallmarkies family. Starting at only $2 a month as a patron, you will have access to our Facebook Patreon group where we talk about the movies, shows, and more all year. We also have many monthly patron watch-alongs with guests like Lacey Chabert, Natalie Hall, Paul Campbell, Mary Lou Henner, and more, giving their behind-the-scenes details of their films. As a patron, you also have the chance to provide input into the podcast and even join us at different tiers. So this Christmas season, spread some cheer to the Hallmarkies Patreon and become a member today. You won't regret it. Go to patreon.com slash Hallmarkies to learn more. That's patreon.com slash Hallmarkies. That I thought, though, was that we could have known maybe a little bit sooner her reason for why mm. she was uncomfortable, which was that she was a in middle school. So that preteen, early teen girl, yeah. and she was embarrassed. And like, I think it makes sense. And like, I, I would think that if it was that devastating for her, that maybe her parents and brother could have been gently reminded of that yeah. you know, at some point over the years. It's true. Like, how do you it forget something like that, you know? Yeah. I mean, it sounds like that maybe she wasn't really that vocal about talking about it. Yeah. You know, it sounds yeah. like she just kind of shut it down and didn't communicate, but Here's I did love thing. her relationship with her brother. I thought it was really sweet. Yes. Yes. I thought they were fun. I thought he was fun. And I did like the parents too, but it just mm-hmm. seemed like from the very beginning, it was like Liv was sort of just maybe closed off from them. You yeah. know, like she isn't exactly what she isn't doing exactly what they like her to do, especially around the holiday. And I did laugh my head off though when he said just be she says just because a man exists doesn't mean I have to date him and my mom <laughs> says tell that to my non-existent grandchildren <laughs> yeah that was funny <laughs> yeah this was there were some really uh funny parts there were some really cute parts mm-hmm. um and so yeah this one I was like oh great start Rachel <laughs> and then <laughs> So he takes her to have butterfly pea milk bubble tea at the cafe. Mm. How do you feel about boba tea, the boba balls? I have only had it once and I wasn't ready for it and I've never (laughs) tried it again. So when you're not ready for something, you're just like, what is happening? (laughs) Yeah, I can see that. It is kind of a weird texture. (laughs) I just wasn't, I didn't know what to expect. And then I Mm -hmm. just wasn't ready for it. And then we don't really have many places where I live that have those options like there is a place that sold it but I think it's closed now so um -hmm. so yeah what about you do uh, do you drink it I do like it yeah I do like it I the uh more of the when it's more of like a smoothie consistency Mm -hmm. I think it's my favorite um I would eat that (laughs) or drink that or whatever uh but uh but they have this decorating party in her apartment and uh well she also takes him on the on the a boat ride at the pier mm-hmm. and it did look like a lot of this was shot in san francisco it did i was like well, this budget was high because there was uh-huh. also um 
Like, I'm like sure the some... singing and stuff. I was like, ooh. <laughs> I bet some of it was shot in Vancouver pretending to be San Francisco, but they at least went to San Francisco for a couple of days. Maybe, well, they sent somebody there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It felt like those, the, at least this boat shot, it looked legit to me. Like yeah. it was actually it didn't San Francisco look like Harvard. it was. Yeah, it didn't look like it was, um, you know, fake or manipulated in yeah. any way. So if it was, kudos to y'all. <laughs> Wow. But he was, I want to, I love it when in these movies, when the guy will give the girl his coat, that's such swoon. To yeah. Me. And I thought like, that Henry you. was very, he was very swoon worthy, but in like an approachable way that mm-hmm. like, I felt like this guy could exist in real life. Yes. Like he, like he, he teases real. her and yeah. He felt real. Yeah. And like, especially their meet cute when she tries to take a picture of him and he's like, oh, you think I'm beautiful? Like that was fun. But also, like, why are you just, she's just taking this picture. Like, I know you're a quote unquote photographer, but like, you think you would need consent slash permission to to take a photo. Yeah, I feel like there's some rule that like, uh, that uh, I feel like there's a rule that like you can do like crowd shots and different things like that. Yeah, like one person photo. Yeah, I, I feel it. I don't know if you can do there's that without gotta permission. There's got to be something. Yeah. yeah, there's got to be something. Or is it just like maybe it's just a social norm or a co- cultural courtesy that we don't take pictures and use pictures. Like she took a picture and then like immediately posted on the gram. And I was like, "Did I hope he gave permission for you, ma'am. I was yeah. like. <laughs> well, so yes. Then they have the dumpling party at her house and the mom why is your dumpling so ugly (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and then he says my mom does this kind of thing all the time it makes me miss her so that was sweet yeah and then this is when we find out the story about the uh oh holy night in cantonese yeah that was cool i've said this many times on the podcast but i I, I love the song Oh Holy Night. It's a beautiful song, but yeah. I always cringe when I hear them singing it on these movies because usually it's not done well. Oh, yeah. It's such a it's such a hard song. It's very yeah. difficult. Uh you have to be able to sing a full octave, long notes. <laughs> like it's, yeah. it's and it's a long song. Uh and I always just feel like saying, just sing like the first Noel or <laughs> Silent Night or something else. Don't sing Oh Holy Night. What did, what did you think of this version she then? nailed it yes <laughs> she did a great job it's it was, a rave <laughs> i said in my mini review on twitter i was like one of the best oh holy nights in recent memory because nice. it also had like specific meaning with it being in cantonese and having this backstory yeah. it wasn't just like i'm randomly singing this really hard song for no reason yeah no that i i mm-hmm. thought it was cool with the cantonese and mm-hmm. i i thought it was really pretty and so I forgot that you, you know, have that, um, what do you call it? Well, it's like thing. the Star Spangled Banner. Star <laughs> yeah. Spangled Banner also has a full octave uh, range. Yeah, like, it also has a really Whitney cool- Houston, then <laughs> let's not. <laughs> yeah. I, I thought down. Lady Gaga's was pretty good before the Super Bowl a few years ago. Yeah. <laughs> There's some good yeah, ones. It usually doesn't go it's just, well. So I get it. I get it. Yeah. I just forgot that you had the thing with the whole <laughs> They're both such oft-sung songs that I think we forget how difficult they are, actually are. Yeah. 
right? Yeah, like let's not make let's not go extreme here. Like let's yeah. just like you said, sing. Did you say sing something else instead? What song did you say? First Noel. <laughs> it's like a very consistent range the whole song. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, it it was a good moment. I loved both scenes in this movie at the cathedral. I thought that was <laughs> lovely. And uh, when she's showing him uh, to light a prayer, a Christmas prayer. I liked it because he was like, this was like the perfect way to end the night. I thought that was a nice line too. He says, thanks for sharing it with me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, I love when they're watching. Oh, Henry. I love Henry. Henry. (laughs) I love when they're watching her mom haggle with the people in the store. (laughs) Did she, she just was... say the cilantro looks sad? <laughs> she was so great. <laughs> yeah, she was so funny. <laughs> Has she been in other Hallmark movies? Um, I I don't think so, but she wasn't in a movie that I'm like the only person that enjoyed it with um uh Easter Sunday that came out this uh, Oh spring. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't funny. see it. Yeah, I didn't but... see it, but I know what movie you're talking about. But anyway, yeah, they go dancing, they go egg, eggnog martinis, and there was a point where she's singing and she sings fa la 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 la, and I had to kind of wonder if that was sort of a slight dig at because you know in a Christmas story, the famous scene at the end when oh. the, the Chinese people can't oh. they sing fa ra 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 ra. Oh, I did not make that connection, but yes, please, thank you. Correct yeah. that. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's so funny that yeah. I, I missed it. That I missed it. That would I I might have to go back and watch it. And so, like normally, I find I have trouble. Like, how am I going to watch the movies? And yeah. you know, this time <laughs> my streaming, my YouTube TV has Hallmark, so I haven't recorded. So now I can watch them again. And then there was all these commercials, and I was like, "What is this? Like Christmas reunion or something?" It looked like a high school reunion type thing. I was like, "Oh, I want to watch that one. Mm-hmm. Let's go record it." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. and so she ends up confessing to the boss that she is a Chang and that she had told Henry to you know hold back, and uh, he keeps her on the job, and she said she can't believe it. And he says, he didn't take you off because you're great at your job, what Henry mm-hmm. says. Mm-hmm. And then they go out to collect the envelopes from all the town with the money uh, that they're going to be donating. That's her tradition as part of the party. And it's all in a big red bag. And they're hanging off of the trolley car and it, it falls off. And... I think anybody can relate to this. Like everybody's had a moment where you lose something important and that just like, yes, oh, you just feel sick. Yeah. Um, I remember, uh, it wasn't me, but when I was a teaching assistant in college and one of the other TAs lost or something happened, she couldn't find a lost a bunch of the tests the students mm. had and so they had to like redo that it was a, a total nightmare and she felt so bad and I felt so bad yeah. for her. but I think we've all had those moments like that where yeah. it's just like oh no and you feel so terrible yeah no I, I I even just the feeling of like not being able to find your phone but for me the one thing that I always lose is my thumb drive 
which has all of my school uh, stuff on it, like all yeah. my exams and assignments and things like that. And I just need to move to a different system. But until I can do that, because it's going to be finals week in a week. So it's like, this is not the time to do it. Yeah. I have a little air tag on it. So I can always find it. So well, and then if she goes back to St. Mary's and talks to the lady and saying that uh, she is just a bad person, a bad friend, and you just feel she feels so terrible. And she, the lady says, Christmas symbolizes getting together and refuge for those who, who need it. Even when it's dark, that's why sharing your light is so important. And mm. it was talking about the, the, the candles. Uh, such a, that's a good, that's such a great line. It got me both times. Yeah. And, yeah. and then I love the fact she takes a mental health day. Like, yes, I was like, let's normalize yes, that. Please. <laughs> the mental health queen i love it yes (laughs) (laughs) and so the she uh she after the kids made fun of her uh she distanced herself from everything chinese Mm -hmm. and i thought that was a a really powerful moment yeah very impactful Mm -hmm. and so she tells her followers everything and they, she goes to the party just devastated and ready to tell them all that she lost all their money. And, uh, and the brother has put up the money tree with no money in the envelopes. Mm-hmm. And, uh, then they have her followers have contributed money to help her with this. That is so timely too. Like people do that all the time, like, mm-hmm, you know, like different ways. Yeah. And I just, like there's so many like impactful moments or like really just thoughtful connections yeah. to current life and yeah okay continue sorry I no just, you're fine you and know, then it's just a small detail you yeah. know it's a small detail but it well it, and it was it cool because her showing humility caused people to help and then when the people bring back the bag they found it now there's double donations yes yeah. well and then they they found the bag or they found her to be able to return it because she went live on Instagram to be able to tell them. And so, you know, when we share things and connect with people, we can do a lot of, a lot of good. And I think that's sort of the little girl, the girl's name I think was Nora Mm -hmm. and like that people can do good things. And I don't know. Why am I like yeah. cheesing out over this movie? I love yeah. it. <laughs> and that's when she sings the Holy Night in Cantonese. And that was moving. Yes. And she's talking to her parents after and about Henry. And he says, he's a good one, isn't he? And then the dad mm-hmm. says, pretend we hate him and it'll be act of rebellion. <laughs> <laughs> that was really cute. Good stuff. <laughs> uh, and, and then uh, she says to him, you and I make a great team. And then she says, I want to be more than friends, mm-hmm. which was super cute. And then they take a whole family selfie and there's like a group hug. And, and, uh, the, I love the title of their article is a, the prodigal daughter returns for Changtastic Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, then she gives him mistletoe. Because there was a near kiss in the middle that was interrupted yep. by the that mistletoe. Her, she believes that her mom put there. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, yeah, boy. this was a good one. I, and I'm enjoying it more now that we're talking about it. I am too. too. So, I, so I might watch it again. Yeah. So what would you stuff. give it one to five? Oh, goodness. It's pretty close to Christmas joy for me. Yeah. Very and good. I'm assuming I gave that a five. And if you're listening, you're like, what's Christmas joy? Wasn't that like three or four years ago, Rachel? Yeah. And that was one of the it. first ones we did. And it's that the is, Cookie I think Crawl that movie. Is the fir- Cookie Crawl movie. I love Cookie Crawls. Okay. <laughs> Ooh, that'd be fun to do. So I give it a four. Okay. I'm going to give it a 4.5. Okay, good. We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. It's the good folks at Baker Publishing Group. They have a special deal right now. If you go to their website, bakerbookhouse.com slash featured slash hallmarkies and enter code hallmarkies40, that you will get 40% off any of the books that we're talking about today. And today we are talking about sweet historical romances. This is the perfect book for the hearty in your life. If you have a fan of One Calls the Heart, they will love these books. First, let's start with Under the Starry Skies by Tracy Peterson. When an accident leaves Cassandra Barton incapacitated, she spends her time compiling a book of stories about the men working on the Santa Fe Railroad. But worry grows as revolutionaries set out to destroy the railroad. As danger intensifies, Cassie and her longtime friend Brandon must rely on their faith to overcome the obstacles that stand in the way. Next, A Model of Devotion by Mary Connolly. A brilliant engineer, Jillie Stiles, sets her focus on fulfilling her dream of building a mountaintop railroad and remaining independent. But when a cruel and powerful man goes to dangerous lengths to try to make Jillie his own, marrying her friend Nick may be the only way to save herself and her dreams. Next, A Daughter's Courage by Misty M. Beller. Charlotte Durand sets out on an expedition in search of a skilled artisan who can repair a treasured chalice, but her hike becomes much more daunting when a treacherous snowstorm sets in. When Damien Levette finds Charlotte stranded, they must work together to survive the peril of the mountains against all odds. A Gem of Truth by Kimberly Woodhouse, longing for a fresh start, Julia Schultz takes a job as a Harvey girl at the El Tovar Hotel, where she's challenged to be her true self. United by the discovery of a legendary treasure, Julia and master jeweler Christopher Miller find hope in each other. But when Julia's past catches up with her, will she lose everyone's trust? Then The Lady of Galway Manor by Jennifer Dybul. In 1920 Galloway, amid the Irish War of Independence, the daughter of a British landlord becomes an apprentice jeweler to the descendant of the creator of the famed Clotta Ring. As the two learn to work together and see each other in a new light, they start to uncover the true meaning of love, loyalty, and friendship. And finally, The Secrets of Emberwild by Stefania H. McGee. Nora Fenton inherits a struggling horse farm and a dangerous secret from her father, one that new horse trainer Silas Cavallaro threatens to uncover as he searches for the truth behind his own father's death. As the two grow closer over their shared passion for horses, the mysteries and dangers of the past loom closer than ever. So head over to bakerbookhouse.com slash featured slash hallmarkies to pick up one of these great books and use code hallmarkies40 for 40% off these titles from November 14th to December 12th. That's bakerbookhouse.com slash featured slash hallmarkies and use code hallmarkies40 for 40% off. Well, let's can we not <laughs> let's put on our magic hats and talk oh about <laughs> <Fable> all day. <laughs> no. 
Oh my god. Uh, okay. So this one was on the third. Rick Diorce, Ryan Pavey, <laughs> Ruby Janet, Talia, and her childhood best friend Anderson unexpectedly reunite in a curiously familiar looking town full of Christmas spirit that restores its visitors when they need it most. I so mean... <laughs> <laughs> what did you think of this movie? Okay. Uh, I don't know what was, I didn't know what was happening until about an hour and 45 minutes in <laughs> or like three fourths of the way, because I know there's commercials and stuff. So it's not yeah, actually yeah. that long, but I legitimately, I think the first hour, I just had this look on my face. Like what? <laughs> I did not. I was like, there's chat. I was like, who's that? What's going on? <laughs> So this what is... you just read is beautiful, but I did not get that until three fourths <laughs> into the movie. And I almost was like, well, Rachel be mad if I don't finish this movie. <laughs> well, so I thing... didn't get it. I did not get it. It was okay. Yeah. Well, tell us how you I, I mean, I've said a lot of it. times you change the score of most of these movies and they become a horror movie very easily. <laughs> Never was that more the case than this movie. Like, have you seen <laughs> Get Out? <laughs> Yes. Okay. This is basically Get Out with Hallmark. <laughs> you know, they all go to this like place in the country, this Be mysterious like place. Everything looks kind of normal at first, but then there's like this weird yes. underbelly underneath. All yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, this one wasn't racist, like about racism. No, no, no. But <laughs> you did wonder if Jordan Peele might have directed it. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good way to describe it. Yeah. It that was, is I mean, the thing about it is description. So, so there's this place, Wonderberg. And yes, tell us everything so we can all be <laughs> confused or or have get things cleared up. Let's so there's go. this special storybook that she's given from her dad. And it, it takes you to a place called Wonderbrook. And then her both of her her parents have passed away. So she she wants to be a writer she keeps writing down the stories but she's having no luck at it and <clears throat> i guess particular people get the invite to go to uh, is it wonderberg or wonderbrook wonder wonderbrook so get the <laughs> you invite don't even know what the name is <laughs> you're like even the name's confusing <laughs> so anderson is a doctor who's also in a really like low spot, very sad. And they have like this kind of reunion meet cute. She runs this bookstore. And then there's also this couple that's there, Diane and Keith, who are on the rocks. Like literally Diane what? is followed for filed for divorce. That was, I didn't get that. <laughs> I but was like, thing are they friends? Like, I did not understand who those people were. Oh, really? Yeah. They, so they were husband and wife, but she had just filed for divorce, yeah. but she hadn't told him yet. And she was like, I was hoping this is the last time to be able to connect. And I'm like, wouldn't she do that before divorce paperwork? I don't know. I don't know. So then there's also this old man, Charles <laughs> and this woman, Mildred, <laughs> who I felt like was going to kill everybody at any moment. Oh my God. <laughs> um, and the thing that I guess I wondered about watching this movie is that is 
do people have agency in Wonderbrook? Like, can <laughs> they leave? Are you just there for life? <laughs> this is it. This is, it this like, is where we die. <laughs> I mean, it seemed like this maybe lady sooner, Judy. <laughs> maybe sooner instead of later, but this is it. It seemed like this lady Judy was going to do anything at all costs to make sure that Anderson and what's her name? Uh, Talia, that Anderson know. and Talia ended up together. Like, oh my god, it didn't seem like them leaving was really an option. It seems like once you get into this <laughs> town, you have to do whatever the, it's the, like, the winter fairy tells you to do. It's like, um, so I'm also, besides Dexter, I'm watching Criminal Minds. So <laughs> this is how I offset Hallmark, uh, Hallmark everybody. Um, but anyway, so watching, and, and this couple is goes in this room and then the door locks and that's it. <laughs> I mean, what I think that's is that- actually what's happened here. <laughs> what I think is that Hallmark watched WandaVision and they were like, brilliant, we need to make our own. <laughs> but the problem is, is that Wanda is a villain. Oh, <laughs> and she's that's where they went wrong. Okay. Yeah, like Wanda is a villain. I mean, and we certainly see that in Doctor Strange too. Yeah. That she's an outright villain. Um, and but she's like enslaving all of these people. So is that what Judy is doing? Oh my god, maybe like, it, it is the, about racism. Town... <laughs> maybe it is about what do what townspeople have autonomy? Do they have agency? Can they leave? I think that someone out there should take these movies and turn them into the horror movies that you suggest that they are, because I think <laughs> Lifetime think? would do you be think, in. Do you think I don't know. Leave? I hope so. <laughs> like, how did you get there? It's, and like, like, what if you didn't want to go? What if you didn't want to be there? What if you're like, you know what? I am divorcing him and I do not want to be here to reconnect um, or Maybe Anderson isn't the guy for me. What did they say in the last movie we talked about? Just because a man exists doesn't mean anything. <laughs> I think that it has to here. And and Mildred seems like she knows what's up. And... You know, Rachel, this has to be, besides that movie with Blythe Danner, this has to be one of the weirdest movies we've watched. <laughs> it is so weird. I mean, that movie wasn't particularly weird. It just wasn't it just was well bad. done. Yeah. This, is the weirdest I mean, one that's 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 sort of the first movie i thought of was like oh no <laughs> this one doesn't have Blythe danner though who i adore <laughs> mm-hmm. but and i also thought that talia was such a weird character like i just why does she have all these bows on her hair and look the way she dresses is so strange and i didn't understand at some point they were like elves or like santa's helper i did not know I don't know if like I was so confused that I made it harder for me to 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 follow along because I was like, "What's happening?" I don't understand. Yeah, I wrote down. You have to completely turn off your cynicism for this one. I mean, you <laughs> cannot ask any questions. If you start, then it'll just take well, you down this path, which I started also, to go on many times. <laughs> well, it's also like shut down everything in your brain and yeah. and shut off your phone, like can't be interrupted by the dog to go outside because I'll miss like 20 <laughs> points of this movie I don't <laughs> yeah so there was a lot with Charles and Mildred mm. um and Charles think... says I've been lonely and I think you might be too yeah um they make stockings together 
I don't know. It just all felt like they all of a sudden had been indoctrinated into a cult <laughs> and <laughs> not by their own choice. Like <laughs> I went on Twitter. Okay. I was like, it's children of the corn. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing. Like, I think that like many movies that we watched that we didn't entirely love, there are things that could be done differently to make it better. Um, I don't, I don't know what it, it would take this movie. <laughs> well, the, so Perhaps. evidently this is the, the magic of the town is that the, so the town Wait, is. But we watched that movie with like the advent calendar magic or whatever. That was a magical yeah. town. That was this... Christmas in Evergreen too, I think. Yes. So, okay. So that's the thing is that if you have a good cast and a good script and better music and maybe more clarity on your purpose <laughs> yeah well so yeah Mildred said Mildred says you have to stop living in your daydream and pay attention to reality and I'm like whoa and uh and but is so this then, reality then, I don't know then Anderson's about to leave and this is why I was like can they leave because Judy's like please stay you'll ruin everything <laughs> Don't they get like a guy a heart attack so he'll stay? Yeah, then the guy gets a heart attack, Charlie. <laughs> what? And, oh, goodness. and so we find out the rules. Finally, we find out the rules is that the town is made up as a made up Christmas fable. First time you hear the bell, because there's literal bell rings. Yeah, Finn was freaking out. <laughs> <laughs> First time it rings is when you get the book. The okay. second time signifies the healing is successful. And, uh, and so you've come, I guess the full, you become the person that you're supposed to be or something. I don't know. Uh, and there's a lot of rules going on that have to, uh, that have to be followed. And, uh, then, uh, Mildred, she apologizes and goes on the date with Charlie. And she says, I'm still the same person you invited to the procession. And that's when we get Lindsay Sterling appeared in this movie, violinist Lindsay Sterling. So that was oh. fun. Um, I didn't know. <laughs> yeah, she's pretty famous. You never. Sorry. You don't know I bet Lindsay. You're great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's she's pretty famous. Uh, and then, then she says, Talia says, my dad's greatest fear is that I would become stuck. And then she says, this is about my own fear. I'm done living in fear. Maybe she was stuck in this town. <laughs> so I guess that's her moment when the healing is successful or something. The only thing that was clear to me was when they talked about inner conflict. And it sounded like anyone who had inner conflict is going to end up in this town. And until they figure <laughs> it out, they can't people. leave. Exactly. Don't <laughs> we all have inner should I have nachos for dinner? Should I have pasta <laughs> for dinner? That's my inner conflict right now. But is that why they had her dress like a child most of the time? I like don't with bows know. and stuff? I, you're asking the wrong person. <laughs> but I do think it's funny because you sent me a text message about this. And I said, like, I haven't seen it. I haven't watched it yet because I went to go see Gremlins in the theater. And you're like, it's, it's as close to Gremlins as you're going to get or something really like that. Is. Because all the rules but at least in gremlins the rules were clear don't don't put them in um and so charlie says that he wants to stay in wonder book with mildred 
And the other one, the other thing I thought of with this movie is definitely like Brigadoon. I don't mm-hmm. know if you've seen Brigadoon, but like they, um, like I don't know. Like I guess it kind of has some Brigadoon vibes where the people. I've never seen that movie. I was thinking, oh, yeah. like, have I? Yeah, there's a magical place that only appears every 100 years in one day. Oh, it's like 100 okay. years. Yeah. And these Gene Kelly stumbles upon Brigadoon. And, uh, gotcha. Yeah, it said Charisse is there. So, uh, so it kind of reminded me of that a little bit. Uh, and then uh, Anderson and Talia Kiss. And evidently she can leave now because she writes the new bestseller. (laughs) And this whole thing was all just a huge elaborate plan by her father to get her to write the sequel to a Wonderbook Christmas or whatever. What a (laughs) ripoff. I mean, we were talking in the group chat about it. Ed's Ed's, who did say that they kind of thought of once upon a time. No. Which there is a storybook <laughs> and a story that they kind of have to follow yeah, but, and you can't really leave. Uh, yeah, but we know those characters and so it's easy to follow, right? Yeah. Because we, Snow White or, you know, <laughs> Belle True. or, you know, like we know who they are and so it's easier to follow along and you see them both in present day and in the storybook. And here I just was like, what? Plus there is what? just, it's Ooh. a difference. Like if this was an episode of Once Upon a Time with our characters, they were all of a sudden in fairy world, you know, then I could kind of see it a little bit more. But when this is just a standalone movie, I don't know. It was just, it was bizarre. I, I just- was... I blame you, Rachel. You picked me to watch this movie. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I don't know. I would give this one. Oh God, do I have to rate it too? I give okay. it, I'm going to give it, two i'm gonna go with you as well because i i might even go one and a half and i apologize (laughs) but i truly like the first hour i was like i don't understand what's happening (laughs) like i didn't hate it like i did one earlier this year which really kind of offended me this one it didn't offend me it was just bonkers and i didn't get it (laughs) yeah well and also after you said it's kind of like you know it's it's kind of similar to gremlins in this way or whatever and i was like why was gremlins better (laughs) yeah yeah i the 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 hallmark wandavision just didn't cut it for me i'm sorry yeah and i mean there's an idea there because like i said at the very beginning of talking about this the description you read is beautiful it just didn't translate in the movie for me yeah i agree that's i agree yeah Mm -hmm. so the idea is great execution let yeah. us never speak of it again. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. It's the Hallmarkies Merch Store. Are you looking for that perfect gift for the postable, hardy, or Hallmarky in your life? What about getting that t-shirt or hoodie that will help you stand out at your next holiday party? Now is the time to check out the Hallmarkies Merch Store. Full of festive designs by artists like Jessica Miller, Carrie from Hallmark Comics, and more. You can even have more than just shirts, but totes, cell phone cases, notebooks, mugs, and more. And it isn't just Hallmark. We have designs for Anna Green Gables, Man from Snowy River, The Nanny, and more. Every purchase at the merch store goes to help support the podcast and allows us to make the great content you know and love. There are frequent sales, so go to tpublic.com slash stores slash Hallmarkies 
or see the link in the description. That's tpublic.com slash stores slash Hallmarkies. Last one was called Undercover Holiday. This is on the 4th. It stars Noemi Gonzalez and Stephen Huzar, director Bradley Walsh, writer Nina Weinman. When returning home for the holidays, newly minted pop star Jalen tells her protective family that Matt is her new beau when in reality he's her overzealous security guard. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so this one, I overall thought it was fine. I mm-hmm. I uh, I enjoyed the setup and the whole idea of the fake relationship. And I thought it had some fun moments. I, there were a couple things that they might seem like mild things, but they were actually pretty distracting for me. Okay. Um, one thing was I just thought the costuming was really bad in this movie. Uh, I, I'm really happy to see more body diversity in these movies mm-hmm. going in. And I think that, I think that no- Noemi Gonzalez is gorgeous and I love mm-hmm. talking to her, but I don't know. I just felt like the, they kept putting her in these like super oversized sweaters that did yeah. not fit her at all. Unflattering, uh, tops that cut off at her, at her waist and just why is everything of- a crop top, you know, yeah, what I mean? like- in the middle of winter, uh, she wasn't <laughs> even wearing like a scarf or coat in a lot of scenes, or it was a very light coat. And yeah. I, I just, even when they put her in a dress, she's in this red sparkly dress. I felt like it, yeah. I felt like it, the, uh, I felt like the hem link was strange. It was like right in yeah. the middle of her thigh. It was just like a weird link. And I, she's absolutely stunning. I don't want to, that to be confused at all. It was all just the costuming choices yeah. that yeah. I was just kind of like, what? Well, I, sometimes I just wonder if people, you know, because we haven't had such representation yeah uh, in that way they don't necessarily know how to do it it reminds me of project runway when they would work with real people Mm -hmm. over models it's like they didn't know what to do they like lost their damn minds like they're like oh i do yeah it's like figure it out because hey guess what we're the majority we exist yes i i wrote yesterday on Twitter, I said, I'm happy to see body diversity on shows and movies, but sometimes it is abundantly clear the costume people don't know how to dress normal sized women in a flattering yep. way. Yep. Wearing giant oversized sweaters and tops that cut us off in the middle is not flattering. Yes. Which, I think it, that's a, a fair complaint, especially if, you know, I feel like Hallmark is, and you can correct me if I'm wrong here, they seem more dedicated to representation in a lot of ways, which yeah. I'm excited about and it's long past due, but you know, I think that the execution needs to come with better mm-hmm. skill or, or process or whatever it is that they do that they need to learn more about this because like, it's the majority of people is normal size. Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> like, yeah. And at one point they have her in this giant sweatshirt that cut off, but somehow managed to cut off at the waist. And I'm just yeah. like, so it was like this weird midriff giant oversized sweatshirt. <laughs> and well, that's the style. I don't know. It was just although weird. not everything should be cropped up. Let's like honestly, honest. if I hadn't known better, I would have thought that they were trying to hide a baby bump or something, which they weren't. So I the yeah. whole thing was just strange, especially because she's supposed to be a pop star. Yes. And then the other thing I thought was so weird is that I know that Noemi Gonzalez can sing. She's yeah. like, that's part of her career. Like she's a singer. Yeah. So I think I, I blame the fault of the mix 
Yeah. They just... There were some things where I was like, wait, she's a pop star? Because they did not make her sound very good. Yeah. It was yeah, weird. Disappointing in execution. And I think these are both very fair like criticisms because if you're gonna have more representation and body diversity, then you need to know how to dress those people. Yeah. It's only yeah. appropriate and and fair and right. Mm-hmm. And and then the music, I was like. I thought the music in the first movie you watched was great. And this one, I was like, something just didn't feel right. And I was like, and it wasn't me ever questioning that she couldn't sing. It just, something didn't sound right. And I was like, this, this could have been a little bit better. Yeah. Especially again, I'm not, you have to believe that she basically won American Idol. Yes. Yes. She's Kelly Clarkson. Yeah. So anyway, but other than that, what did you overall think of this one? Um, I thought it was good. I thought yeah. it was fine in the sense that I'm kind of over the pretend relationship. Like, I know that's a style of story that exists. It happens. It happens a lot. I just felt like it needed something a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I feel like she didn't even hesitate to say that he was her boyfriend. <laughs> so, yeah, it was kind of all of a sudden. Like, she, didn't she didn't even, even talk to, to him like, about it. Yeah, she didn't even try to like set it up or like she didn't seem like she was at a loss for what to say. She was just like, it's my boyfriend. And I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. And also their romance really kind of came out of the blue. Like they hadn't really been vibing that way to me, at least. No, they didn't really have that great of chemistry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But there were some nice moments. I mean, overall, I thought her family was nice. Yeah. Uh, sweet. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I like when she confronts him with a rolling pin. That was funny. <laughs> uh, and I like that her friends were included because as you know a lot yeah. of times they focus on the romance and not necessarily friendship so that was a plus for me yeah and every time they friendship. had him sit on that sofa bed I laughed that was funny <laughs> well the part that cracked me up the most is the dad on the bike waking him yeah. up like sorry did I wake you up like what do you think why are you in his room before he's awake <laughs> riding an exercise bike like what yeah Willis <laughs> <laughs> well, and and let's see Stephen Huzar six one mm-hmm. so for him to be on this tiny sofa bed like <laughs> sinks in was funny uh that they did a good job with that and I liked the whole relationship between Lorelai and uh and her I forget yeah her I name. liked the karaoke scene yeah cute. the karaoke scene was really good and but it, uh, she sounded Lorelai sounded better I thought yeah and I was like this doesn't this doesn't work <laughs> for the story but they didn't because I, I, they were kind of making her red herring I think a little bit yeah and that uh, she was the maybe the one uh sending these threatening messages and yeah. stuff yeah I thought so too I was like ooh, they're <laughs> turning into lifetime we got a stalker yeah <laughs> But then there's her ex Eddie, then, yes. And but it was pretty clear he was the the bad guy, mm-hmm. um, and uh, yeah, the the father is riding the bike, wakes up, Stephen is That was sure, I think. so. It was really funny, and he's doing the, also- the Lance Armstrong hill climb. I was like, that takes me back. <laughs> what year is it? Two thousand eight. Good gravy. So he ends up having to be the wise man in the nativity scene. And I feel like for how big of a deal they were making it, that outfit wasn't silly enough. No. It was just kind of like eh, normal outfit. Yeah. 
but it was cute. And uh, he thinks he looks stupid. Um, and then there's also this paparazzi guy from LA. And the thing about this that I was surprised is that I thought because they have them kiss in the middle of the movie, they have them kiss outside where all can see. So if this paparazzi guy is like following her, I was surprised. Yeah. I was expecting him to end up taking a picture of them kissing and then for it to show up in the newspaper or whatever. That would have been better. But that doesn't. <laughs> you never see the pop guy again. Yeah. No, it seems like there was some missed opportunities to make the fake boyfriend story more mm-hmm. um, impactful. And I think that's a moment right mm-hmm. there that could have made it like, oh, here's the conflict. Yeah. And maybe the inner conflict, they can go to whatever that town was called in a fabled Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> but there were cute moments with him bringing in his Navy background. Mm-hmm. Semper Fortis, always courageous. I like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. And he says, we shouldn't make ourselves small so other people will feel comfortable. That was nice. True. (laughs) And then the the whole scene where they're making tamales, that was fun. Mm, Tamales. I love tamales. That sounds so good. (laughs) I'm with you. Uh, (laughs) There was the super awkward Straight Talk Wireless sponsor. (laughs) Like this talent show or whatever, tree lighting is brought to you by and that was like the weakest tree lighting I've ever seen. <laughs> that was so like awkward. it should have been so much more elaborate <laughs> in many different ways. Like, is that all it is? Is press the button and ta-da? Is there other things going on? Are there mm-hmm. more people coming? Um, just a whole host of questions yeah. I had about so that. So Lorelai and uh I keep forgetting her name, but they light the tree. Jalen. Jalen they like the tree together and that was sweet hey i remembered a name <laughs> yeah very good <laughs> and and then they sing in english and spanish mm-hmm. and that goes viral and the agent guy calls and he's like i'm not doing a very good job in my job sounds like it <laughs> doesn't sound like it <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and then the ending he first he's gonna leave because then the news gets blurted that she was lying so he leaves and uh, then he comes back and he speaks to her as a wise man which was cute <laughs> it was cute yeah so yeah oh, this one what a whirlwind what a roller coaster <laughs> yeah. ride <laughs> i feel like it could have been better i feel like it had yes. more potential it was yes, just like a absolutely. lot of little things that weren't quite gelling it just shows how tricky it is to put one of these together yeah absolutely yeah mm-hmm. for me like the stories there um the criticisms that you brought up in terms of like the mix and the sound and then the the costuming um and then just like missed opportunities like so many little chances to make it a little bit of a tighter story yeah. or a more interesting story and didn't quite get there for me yeah, I give this one 3.25. I'm going to give it a three. Yeah. So let us know what you think of all three of these movies. I know a lot of people saw Fable Holiday at the Rama Drama event. Uh, so <laughs> you had a different experience Sorry. than us. So please share in the comments. Oh my goodness. I can't imagine. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> please put in the comments and uh, or on Twitter. We'd love to hear your thoughts. And our Facebook is still down. No help. 
what uh, from Meta That's in any crazy. way. So don't follow us on Facebook right now. Uh, we might never get it back. I don't know. But um, but Elisa, how can people follow you? Yes, right now my podcast, Best Forevers, is on hiatus while I finish out the school year. Um, and so, but I'm on social media at Friends with Elisa on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and then on Twitter, I'm Friends W Elisa. Great. And uh, you can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Ron Tomatoes. Check that out. Also, make sure you're following the podcast at Homeworks Pod and Homeworks Podcast everywhere except for Facebook right now. <laughs> And if you... it's, maybe it's stuck in that town maybe oh my it is. god oh so. my goodness uh, <laughs> and you can please leave your ratings and reviews on itunes that really helps us a lot and also if you were listening on youtube please give the video a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel we appreciate that so much we also have our patron group which is so much fun please check that we've got two awesome watch alongs coming up so please, please take a look at that. And then we have our merch store. We can get tons of fun, festive designs and Hallmark uh, and Hardee's and Postables merch, inspired merch. Please check that out. And uh, thanks again, Elise. It's always fun. Yes. And <laughs> talk to you Although later. be mindful of what movies you choose for me to watch. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas. <laughs>